welcome to Disembodied. This is episode 19, Feasting. I wanted to call this episode Gluttony, but it sounds too austere. (laughs) I don't want to shame anyone for eating because we're coming up on the Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S., which is very much a food-centered experience. Although I'm aware of the giving thanks aspect and I have seen it practiced often on the holiday, this is one that has always seemed to be mostly about gluttony or feasting. It would be more about gratitude if you only got a small portion of food and had to be content with it, right? But instead we have like mounds of food. Gluttony seems to be one of those seven deadly sins that gets ignored nowadays, strangely. Probably because so many people are overweight. So back in the Middle Ages, in the 13th century, Thomas Aquinas, as we say in American English, I think it's Thomas Aquinas, actually, the pronunciation. He noted the five forms of gluttony as such. I'll name them. I'm going to try to use my best Latin pronunciation, okay? So the first one is laute, eating too expensively. This, I think, seems to intersect with pride somehow, being lavish, spending too much money on things that you shouldn't have to spend a lot of money on. The second form of gluttony was studiosa, eating too daintily. So rather than, you know, picturing someone eating with their pinky lifted, it's more about being too worried about the food you're eating. Like if it's organic, gluten-free, this, that, the other, vegan, too concerned with eating the perfect food. And then number three would be nimis, and that's simply eating too much. Everybody's guilty of this at some time or another. For sure, I'm guilty of nimis, especially when I'm eating Persian, Lebanese, or Indian food. Those are some of my favorites. Okay, the fourth form of gluttony would be preprepare, which is eating too soon. And when I first looked at that, I thought, hmm, I'm picturing a kid eating before everyone at the table, which is considered kind of rude, right? But it really means snacking between meals. So you're eating before the meal instead of waiting for the meal. Eating too often, basically. And then the fifth form of gluttony is ardenter, which is eating too eagerly. And nowadays we would call that being a foodie. Someone who is very, very interested in different cuisines and different versions of certain dishes someone who's really into food. It's interesting to note that ardenter was viewed as being a more worrisome type of gluttony since it constitutes having a passion for food. The passion can turn you into an impulsive eater or cause you to dedicate your life solely (laughs) to the mortal pleasures of eating and drinking. I reckon I'm guilty of nimis and ardenter. Meditation, though, just to throw a monkey wrench into this, has taught me to eat less, strangely enough, because you can't eat a lot and meditate without falling asleep. It makes you more aware of what's happening with your body, I think, when you meditate. 
So now I don't really like overindulging in food. I feel the weight of food in that it takes a long time to digest. It muddies your thoughts and zaps your energy. That's really what I notice above all. And for that reason, I seem to dread Thanksgiving nowadays. Of course, being grateful is a good thing, something that we should really incorporate into our daily or weekly considerations or affirmations or prayers, whatever we do. It's really the gluttony, the nimbus, that I dread, I think, with the holiday. Since meditation brings you into balance with yourself and gives you the benefit of better physical health, in addition to a more peaceful mind, in addition to emotional composure, I have a little guided meditation for you in this episode. So you can do this before you celebrate Thanksgiving or simply celebrate the weekend, whatever you're doing, wherever you are in the world. I'll need to do this myself before I eat on Thanksgiving. So you can start off by sitting comfortably and closing your eyes. You can take three equal breaths, breathing into the count of three, breathing out to the count of three. Now take stock of the people who have helped you this year. Picture their faces. Who helped you accomplish tasks you could not do alone? Who helped you eat well? Who helped you take care of details? Who helped you financially? Who helped you emotionally? Who tried to cheer you up when you felt down? Who helped you heal from illness or injury? Who remained with you despite the difficult situation you were in? Now thank those people silently as you picture their faces. Next, consider those people, in addition, who have passed on, whether it was long ago or more recent. Consider aunts, uncles, grandparents, parents, sisters, brothers, friends, anybody who's passed away but seems to enter your thoughts often. Thank those people as you picture their faces. Now consider the higher forces of the universe that produced a spark and gave you life. If you're an atheist, consider the energy that animates your body. Now thank the gods, saints, and spirits, or simply the energetic life force that lends you consciousness.
Take a moment to be grateful for the shelter, however basic, that you possess. Be grateful for the food and drink you have access to. Be grateful for your health, even if it's had fragile moments. If you're inclined to overeat, if you're inclined to consume food past the point of need, allow those excess calories to drift in spirit form to everyone who lacks food. Take a deep breath and exhale. Think about what you give others, how or where you could give more in a meaningful way. As you exit this meditation, try to hang on to that question for a few hours, even if it's just circling around in the back of your mind. How or where could you give more in a meaningful way? Bring your awareness to your fingers and toes, followed by your arms and legs, followed by your body and your head, and open your eyes. There's a way to enjoy feasting and celebration in a conscious way without overindulging to the point of feeling bad afterwards. It's kind of a middle path, I would say. (laughs) Embrace that middle path if you can. You'll feel better the next day, I think. I wish you the best for the holiday if you're celebrating it, or if you're not, simply the best anyway for the weekend that's to come. Take care in the meantime. 